Back in October, I had the opportunity to attend the Global Consortium of Entrepreneurship Centers or GCEC conference in Baltimore, Maryland. If you don't know GCEC, the majority of collegiate entrepreneurship centers are a part of it, and it can be a great resource to learn from others that are in the innovation space. It's honestly one of the few places I don't have to really explain what I do, as a lot of people have the same title that I do in my full-time job as the Director of Student Programming at the Sci Center for Innovative Thinking at Yale. At the GCEC conference, I attended a bunch of interesting workshops, and one of them was from Deb Williams and Sarah Goforth of the University of Arkansas. Before their workshop, I hadn't known anything about Arkansas. The only thing I ever really knew is that it might be a good hiking spot. Thankfully, Deb and Sarah taught me a bunch about what is happening entrepreneurially in Arkansas, and there's a lot happening. More than I expected, honestly, but we'll get into some of that later on. What I do want to highlight before jumping into my conversation with Deb is that one of the programs that Deb manages is the Venture Intern Program. This program connects students to local startups so students at the University of Arkansas can be paid interns at local startups. It's an amazing program that not only creates more entrepreneurs, but also helps develop talent to join startups, which isn't something that's always talked about. Early startup employees are really important to an entrepreneurial ecosystem, and not every person is meant to be an entrepreneur. That's why this program stood out to me, and Deb's execution of this program is brilliant. So with that, I'd like to introduce you to Deb Williams, the Director of Student Programs in the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation at the University of Arkansas. I'm Deb Williams. I work at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville um, for the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. I'm the Director of Student Programming, so I oversee a lot of programs um, to help students learn more about entrepreneurship um, in our area, region, Northwest Arkansas, but we're based in Fayetteville. Okay, and then um, what does the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation at the University of Arkansas look like? Like what, like as Director of Student Programming, as a as also a director of student programming, like it's a really <laughs> vague title. So like, yes. what are your main focuses like within your center or even like within your role? Yes, perfect question. Yeah, so our center has um, evolved quite a bit over the last five years. Historically, uh, we're a unit that really focused a lot on a, a graduate program that went deep with a very small number of students. And in the last probably three to four years, we have really broadened our offerings and our, our work with undergraduate students has has been has had tremendous growth. So our goal, really, we are very student focused and student oriented. Our goal is to help students from disciplines all across campus um, develop this kind of entrepreneurial mindset or toolkit, really, which we define as creative problem solving, and most people probably do, right? So some of those students will go on to start their own ventures. Some of them will go into whatever industry they're going to work in. But the hope is that by participating and engaging in the programs and teachings that we offer, they will approach those jobs in a, in a more kind of problem seeker, problem solver way, right? Um, so we have, um, our unit is now has gone from like four years ago, having three to four staff members to having approximately 12 with a workforce of students that support um, all of our programs. Um, 
we are we have four spaces so we we have an entrepreneurship hub that is in the downtown Fayetteville area called the Brewer Family Entrepreneurship Hub co-working space training um, it's it's a it's a place for students who are deeply involved in our programs to go come here 24/7 and and they you know use this space as kind of their home base we have the mcmillan innovation studio on campus so doug mcmillan is the um, donor and the person who made that space possible he's the ceo of walmart um, and obviously a lot of our, um, our our university and with our proximity to walmart we do a lot of work with the cp the consumer packaged goods industry and retail um, supply chain etc um, that space uh, work we the programs that are based there are really um, design team and product innovation focused. Uh, we have a startup village, which is a space where um, student startups have a, a home before they you know, get to a place where they can actually have a space that they can pay for on their own. Um, and then we just opened a building at the Collaborative in Bentonville, which is a new university um, initiative that really we're trying hard to connect the the corporate industries that are in northwest arkansas and bentonville to the university so we opened a space in bentonville that houses there's a collaborative co-working space there is um, our space which is called the greenhouse and it houses um, an incubator program the first vertical in that program that we're focused on is outdoor recreation so we just hired we call it the gorp program um, we just hired our, our director of that program that's based in bentonville and then of course there's also exec ed and um, the global campus is based up there as well with the, again the, the goal being to tie um, industry to the university in a more meaningful way. So those four spaces, we have approximately 15 to 20 programs um, and a real, we've had so much growth probably even through COVID in our programs, we have, you know, gone from having in the, in the deep, real um, meaningful program. We were working with maybe 50 students a year and we're now at a place where we're almost working with 700 students a year with the growth in programming opportunities that we have put in place. That's all amazing. I didn't realize it's how so big, cool. like there's four centers. That's so cool. So like, how does like those four centers, do they interact a lot or is it pretty solid? Like, yeah. How does that all like operate? Yes. Our team is, uh, oversees all of those spaces and program the programming that goes on in that space. So we have, um, uh, we can have, a lot, a lot of the things that we do, we can do virtually or we can do face to face, but those spaces all opening have really provided opportunities for, for our students on, because McMillan Innovation Studio is on campus. We're a little bit off campus in Fayetteville, so is the Startup Village, and then of course the connection to Bentonville. So the spaces are just spaces. All the programming and the activity that our team has built and developed are what really activates them and makes them rich and um, meaningful. So they, we all work together. I think it's the team that really creates the opportunities and makes these spaces, um, you know, active and live. Yeah. Okay. So then the other thing, right, you mentioned right, your student focus, but there's centers, right, that are open even to just the community in general, which, yes. so are, you're supporting students and the community at the moment? Yeah, I think what we have done, so I know, um, in Northwest Arkansas, I'm not from sure how familiar you are with this region, but the Northwest corner of the state of Arkansas has 
tons of industry, right? At one point, somebody had said there was represent representation from 300 of the Fortune 500 companies in this region. Um, we have three really top companies that have always been kind of the foundation, actually all um, initially startups, Walmart, uh, Tyson Foods, and J.B. Hunt Transportation. And so those have always kind of been the cornerstone of the state. Um, there is a real movement to bring entrepreneurial growth and development to this area. We've had it for a long time. We have lots of people in the ecosystem that support entrepreneurs here. Um, but there's a real momentum to, to build this region and increase the number of startups that exist here in a lot of different verticals. So obviously retail CPG because of that foundation, um, but also outdoor recreation and tourism, arts, um, and also, you know, biomedical and, and so forth. There's just been so many new uh, initiatives to build these um, these verticals in the region. And it's in, it's really amazing. I don't know if you've been to Arkansas, but the, the outdoor space is gorgeous. And there's so many trails and mountain biking is a real focus in this region, right? So there's trails and there's hiking and there's camping and there's, you know, and that was one of the reasons our first vertical for our incubator in Bentonville was outdoor recreation because um, the incubator will we're doing our pilot in the in the spring semester where we're working with three companies over the course of the spring semester who will actually have interns from the internship program, which we are we talk we will talk about here in a few minutes. But um, these three companies will get specialized training, mentorship, coaching to help them move to the next level um, and and bring their businesses to the region. Or it might be a startup that was started here, but to help them kind of go to the next level of support of training and then support as we move it forward. Yeah, that's all amazing. And as someone who's been in the outdoor recreation space in the last company, like didn't, didn't realize how big of a space it was. Like when I first it's got crazy. started, it is a huge, massive space. So if you're an entrepreneur listening, like yes. you need a good industry. It's a huge industry, especially with after COVID. I feel like it's even probably exploded even more. It's insane. And, I, you know, it's probably the same in a lot of places, right? Like trying to figure out ways for people to spend more time outdoors, be healthier, fresh air. Um, but yes, I could not agree with you more for sure. Yeah. And Northwest Arkansas is a really great place to think about it <laughs> if you're if you're thinking about a startup here. Well, there you go. So I you know, I guess <laughs> on that like the community student side, like I think that's also one of the most like hardest dynamics for a center to really manage because like managing yeah. community and managing students is like two different, very different things. Totally. So how totally. have you gone about like, you know, creating those community connections, managing community, but also managing like students? Like how has that dynamic looked like for you? Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, in the last three to four years, Sarah Goforth, who was at the conference with me as well, is our executive director. And she has come into our, she has formerly worked at the um, National History Museum and at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. And she came in here with a real arms wide open approach to how we build this. Right. We are um, we have an amazing ecosystem that supports startups in our region. And, you know, like you said, sometimes that that navigating all of that can be complex. And one of the things we first realized when we were starting to try to grow the community on campus was that there are a lot of people off campus, a lot of people trying to support 
um, in whatever way they were supporting. And so when she came in, one of her first new initiatives as executive director was to create this, um, we call it the ESO network, but it's a monthly meeting where we really just kind of open arms to anybody who works with startups. And we have these once a month calls where we talk through um, activities and events that are going on, make sure everybody is familiar with the other people who are supporting in the space. Um, and we as a university are a natural kind of connector in that way because we are trying to build an ecosystem of of students and fac faculty and, and there's again ton we're not building it ourselves we have this amazing university of people that are already doing this but um the 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 connecting piece our office really serves as a way to just kind of bring everybody together and connect them and talk about the things that are impacting entrepreneurs in our region and so when you know when COVID happened um one of the we, we normally share we have kind of three standing agenda items one being you know what's happening events we have a entrepreneur that comes in and kind of tells the story of what they're doing but then we also talk about potentially issues or um, things that that maybe we as a unit can do to help support the entrepreneurial um, community in the state. And so when COVID happened, um, we ended up having like three subcommittees that came out of that. One that was like, how can we support food entrepreneurs and restaurants? How can we how can we you know make sure that we're getting the PP you know PPP applications to all the entrepreneurs in the region? Like there was a lot of of support and effort made to to kind of put it like so we were all working together versus you know duplicating efforts so i think that's one thing that's come out of that eso network is we really work together as a unit almost and i i know that that might seem strange but but by opening and opening arms and kind of building bridges it has really allowed us to be more impactful as a community um, and we all know each other and we know when, you know, we're able to support when somebody's looking for a new employee, we are, the ecosystem is there and, and somebody has a new project idea, the ecosystem is there. And so we meet monthly and we really just kind of this, have this open dialogue about what's happening in the region. And we may be unique in, in that, just the way that we can do that because we are still relatively small um, and young in the startup ecosystem development, but um I really, that's something I have appreciated just in how we develop our student programs. We have this network of people who can give us feedback on things and who can promote our programs to the startups that they're working with, right? So that's how we're getting a lot of, um, a lot of the companies that are applying to our programs and connecting with our students um, and doing workshops and trainings and mentoring and all of that. Um, we have this rich community here that's very interconnected. Yeah, no, I think that sounds amazing. I think and I'll, I'll throw you a little bit of a curveball, but it sounds like, you know, like a really well done, like decentralized ecosystem, which from my experiences and like from everything I've read, right, that's the way to like to really build an e entrepreneurial ecosystem. Because mm -hmm. if someone's being like the centralized power, like, right, it's just like you're the gatekeeper. There's a lot yes. of different dynamics. Like, I yeah. think it sounds like have, is that that sounds like that's the way it's working out. Like you're decentralized, like you're really just being that connector, that hub for everyone to come in, and like you're just kind of like pointing people in the right direction. Which yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't certainly take credit 
for us being the only, like yeah. everyone in the, the ecosystem plays a part in that, right? Um, we are, uh, we happen to be the convener of all of the parties, but everybody is just in it and willing to support and work. And I think building that framework, you know, five, four years ago, where there's lots of key players in the startup support game here who have always been here. Startup Junkie is one that has been here from the very beginning that has, has been working with startups. It's a, it's a, um, a organization that, that literally helps support startups, connects them to resources. There's just a ton of that happening. So I don't, I wouldn't say that we're the, the only player in that game, but in being the convener of the meetings, we may seem as though we're playing kind of a, a, a leadership role in that, in that space, but it is really a collaborative group effort for sure. Yeah, no, I love that a lot. All right. Yeah. So speaking of like, you know, getting into those other startups and whatnot, and you hinted at a little bit, like you've gave a talk at GCEC about your venture intern program. Like yes. what is that? Like, how did this even get started? Yes, those are great questions. And this is like my favorite thing to talk about. So if this is something people can watch video wise, they'll see this permagrant on my face. Um, okay, so the a few years ago, let's see, it was spring of 2020. It actually was fall of 2019 when we were thinking about how we would do how this might happen. Um, our dean at the Walton College, his name is Matt Waller, is somebody who's been incredibly supportive of our efforts. Um, his he has a an advisory board of entrepreneurs and had the foresight, you know, in earlier that year actually um, really wanting to create more opportunities for student entrepreneurs. And at that time, academically, curriculum wise, we didn't really even have we had a major, but it was a management major with a small business management focus. And so he um, decided and went to split our management department in half. And one of the departments would stay management with a human resources organizational behavior focus. But the new department was called strategic management, um, entrepreneurship and venture innovation. And the goal with this new department is to create new pathways for students who are interested in entrepreneurship and innovation. And so um, when he did that, he created this advisory board of entrepreneurs in our community. And um, he, you know, originally asked like 50 people to be on the board thinking, oh, maybe there'll be, you know, 25 or 30. And everybody said yes. So all these entrepreneurs were on this board and they're amazing, right? You can't, it's hard to believe that that number of people would really um, jump on board with something like this, but they really wanted to help us build training opportunities for entrepreneurs. And so um, in one of the meetings uh, they were talking about, I wasn't there, but my colleague Sarah was there and she said they were talking about um, how can we, you know, the ways that the startup community connects with the university, there's a lot, there's some barriers to how to connect with students um, and so they were telling us, you know, navigating this career centers and career fairs and things like that are challenging for a startup that has one or two people that work at it. Um, and they, you know, just navigating all of those, those systems, is kind of a burden for a very, very small organization and financially just cannot afford to hire interns, right? They're, most of them don't make salaries themselves at that very early stage, which this program is geared towards young startups. And so I was seeing on my student side of things, I was talking to students who were, you know, getting to a point in their academic career where they're having to decide what types of jobs they want. And they would think, 
okay, well, I don't necessarily want to be an accountant, but I've already had three years of training in accounting. Maybe I'll be an entrepreneur too, right? So they'll come to me and they'll say, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I would say, okay, what does that even look like? Like, what do you mean by that? And so we were, I was just seeing this interest, but not really understanding. And so in a conversation that we had one, we do these brainstorming sessions and in our big conference room with our whiteboard walls. And we were talking about this need for students um, but also for the startups in the community and kind of came up with this idea. So started to pitch it to part members of our ecosystem. Uh, the Northwest Arkansas Council is um, an entity that supports um, the region uh, in terms of the development of the region. Um, the uh, And several key members of their team helped us really kind of develop what the, what the plan for the, a pilot might look like. Um, so that first semester we did a pilot of this program where we decided to match students who were interested in startups with startups who needed help from students and just to see what would happen. Um, and we had, they, the council agreed to fund the internship program that first semester and we just piloted it and it was amazing. Like the outcomes for the students uh, were tremendous and the, 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 company side of things, just the feedback was great, right? Um, so we continued, we got additional funding from the Walton Family Foundation in consecutive semesters um, and just kind of continued to get feedback, evolve the program. But really the whole goal is to, number one, grow our student um, community of entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial students on campus. Um, remove, support our startup ecosystem by removing barriers to accessing students and giving them support and helping them move their initiatives forward. Um, and then also kind of building this bridge, you know, with campus and with our ecosystem and supporting them. So those were our three main goals in starting the program. And it's really just been transformational ever since. The students go in into these ambiguous environments and, and part of the, you know, the kind of expectation, I guess you would say, for the startup is that they give students the opportunity to be a part of, you know, experiences that are just inherent to a startup environment, like board meetings, pitches, um, just that decision-making process on how you have to pivot and do something different. And so the, the students in this type of an environment, we found that we found ourselves seeing that they really just adapted in some way to the kind of the a li not chaos, but organized chaos of it and became people that were like, Ooh, I think I can add value here. I want to, I want to try to do this. So one girl, for example, was, was working for a company called Leisure List, which is a, a company that it was a, it's a, um, or I won't be able to describe it well, but, um, she, she, it, the goal of the of the company is to share events and things that are all happening in Northwest Arkansas, right? So the best places to go eat, the activities that are going on, the, you know, all of that. And so she worked, went to work for them. And one of the problems that she identified was, um, or one of the things that they had said, we really want to learn more about kind of the analytics behind Google and what people are searching for. And so Helen, this, this girl said, okay, well, I'm just going to basically teach myself. She watched YouTube video after YouTube video after YouTube video, teaching herself how to do it. Um, or, you know, LinkedIn learning. I mean, all of those things where you can, students then are, for, are challenged to like 
solve the problem, add value. How do you add value? And so what we are seeing is sometimes like I wrote this in my notes when I was thinking about these, this conversation, but sometimes um, not uh, preparing is preparing, right? Like not be having this organized scripted way you're going to do something is the learning that you need. And I think that's what this program has proven is that students just need opportunities to try <laughs> to do things. And I'm sure you see this too. I know you, didn't you say you guys have an internship program yeah, there yeah, as well? Yeah. We have a, it's city. We have a really similar program. Um, awesome. I think you, you've done a better job training in the support side, I think, than we have um, definitely been learning. But I think, you know, the hardest part, I think, or one of the parts I think is always a challenge for students, right, is like at a university, they're always like taught to like be a specialist, be a specialist in this one particular area, yeah. right? Yeah. And when you walk in, like you mentioned, like the ambiguousness, like, and just don't come in with a script, right? Yeah. That's like the generalist, like specialty, like come in like, oh, I, I have these skill sets. They don't really match with anything, but if I bring them all together, I can fit a lot of different problems and like mold to them. And like, yes. I think that's what we're like in this program, like you're talking about, right? The, you know, it does exactly that. It teaches them like being a generalist is okay. Like that's okay. my, like, that's and my skill set too couldn't agree more and that's sometimes what we've seen too like we are a we're an entity the office of entrepreneurship is a dually reporting entity so we are of course the Walt sam and walton college of business is where um, we report there but we also report to the vice chancellor of economic development's office and we serve students broadly across campus so our goal for this program is to have all the disciplines included and the students that are in majors that may that are maybe a liberal arts major or something like english for example an english student this this one of the students that participated was like why would i work at a startup how, how could i even add value well she took a job with the gaming company that's trying to gamify like museum experiences she wrote copy she made sales calls she like she was like i would never have imagined i could do this but again it's like test your skills. Your your you develop skills that then you can use in whatever whatever path you go down. Right, like that is what I have loved seeing students realize as they go through this program. They're like, wow, I'm so I'm so much better than I ever thought I was. Like the confidence that they generate and and leave with it it really is transformational. And that's the thing that I love about this program and others. It's just like giving students opportunities to experience things that really are transformational for them. And you can see how it changes their path. They may go into a corporation, that's fine. We don't necessarily expect everyone who does our programs to start a business. They might, and they might later down the road at some point too, but they might go work at a hospital. And then maybe within healthcare, they find some, there's a lot of opportunities for you know innovation and, and changing the way that things are done in education and healthcare and, we all know that in any industry, really. Yeah, hundred percent, right? And I think there's like two big points for that. I think that you're like you've touched on it. Like one, not everyone's a founder, and like some yeah. people are like are meant to just like join and like innovate and like yeah. not be the founder, which is like right. a completely huge role and a huge opportunity in so many right. different ways. Like I think that's a huge, huge part of it. And also, right, like even if you have an English major or whatever major it is, like just because you're not a business major doesn't mean you can't be an entrepreneur. And I think a lot of like oh academics, right? Like they kind of miss the point of that. Like you don't have to be a business major to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So. And I think we also change the, the minds of the founders too, right? Some of the founders come in when they're selecting students, they think because they don't have 
a business skill set or something like that, they always go immediately to the business students. But I always tell them, like, here's the deal. You're you're getting juniors and seniors or some and some of these students are starting the training in the major that they have. A major does not define a student. We tell students this every day. Your major does not define who you are. You may because you need help with finance does not mean you should choose somebody who's a finance major. They may not know anything yet. They might be just at the beginning of their training. And so again, the goal is hire the student based on the qualities that you want, the the experiences that you that appeal and the best fit for your company, but don't look at all the finance majors and then pick someone. That's not necessarily the best way to approach it because it is not these are not experts in their fields yet right? There's so much more to than the educational degree that someone has. There's so much more to knowledge and um, experience than than just what their major is. But, you know, I think automatically sometimes we, we've done a good job of educating the founders on that. And I think we're, we really are seeing a diversity in how they select who they want to work with, which is great. Yeah. No, I, now I want to put your major doesn't define you, like plaster it everywhere. Because <laughs> like, it's everywhere I've gone, no matter if not at Yale, like at Yale, yeah. I've seen, like everywhere you go, right? Like everyone's like, oh, I'm a business major. I can't do like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. It's so. so funny. We are conditioned. You're right about that. We are conditioned from kids are conditioned from a very young age to work to the task, right? Like get the grade in the class, get get to the next level. Like here's the carrot. You're chasing the carrot, right? It's out there in front of you. But when do you actually, do you ever really catch that? No, you have to really expand your horizons a little bit to, um, to, to try things that you maybe wouldn't have thought you would try on the path that you had in your mind as a, as a freshman in college, right? Most freshmen don't stay in the same field they think they're going to stay in. Yeah, totally. I mean, as someone who's a chemistry major and hasn't touched chemistry since graduating, I understand all that. But I bet you have a lot of really cool skills. <laughs> I have the chemistry mindset in a lot of ways. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. So I guess like one to finish this up, like to the last question for you, like what are you most excited about like coming like or going into spring semester like or like the next yeah. year or two? Like what is like is it this venture intern program? Like what oh. is like the most exciting part? Like that you're looking forward to over the next like year or so. Yeah. You know, what's so great. Um, what has been really fun to see happen um, is that we have, like I said, we've grown so much in three to four years that I would have never thought, you know, three years ago that we would even have half of the programs that we have. Um, I love that we are a unit that we are really valued for our ability to be agile and flexible and try new things and create new opportunities. And so I'm so excited about Venture Intern. I always will be. Um, I love the GORP program and this new outdoor recreation incubator. I think that's going to be amazing. But what I love seeing happen the most on our campus is this growth in our community of students who are just attracted to the types of things that we're doing. Um, I've In the last week, I've had three meetings with brand new freshmen who have found out about um, our programs are geared more toward, we try to connect with freshmen, but they usually have to find us and then we connect, you know, they workshops or whatever. But I have met with three new, four new freshmen in the last, you know, week who have had these amazing ideas for and things that they're already doing like testing and um i want to start up a, a 
nonprofit to support um, women who have been sexually assaulted. I want to start a registered student organization to um, help students like me want, connect to these opportunities. And so you, I just love the innovation that's happening. And I think it's spreading through our campus community. Um, we're, we're working hard and we have been for a long time to try to, to try to create this momentum, but seeing the momentum actually moving forward and happening, it's just awesome. It is so fun to, to see these students really just go, I could try that. I could do that. Let me, let me see if I can make that work. Um, and the support and the community on campus that's, that's just been built. It's, it's really great. I mean, we all have our challenges. It's like any other ecosystem, but, um, it feels really good. Like we're seeing the fruits of, of the, the efforts that we've put in for the last three to four years where we have resources and staff and people that are really, you know, pushing and cheering for us and supporting us. And it's, it's just great to be a part of that in this ecosystem. I've, I've loved it. I really do. That's awesome. No, it sounds like your ecosystem's like hit the tipping point now. It's like all just momentum, which is like I think one of the most like fun times. It. It's one of yeah. the most fun times in like ecosystem development. So I yeah. really, really love that. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to come visit us, especially with all that outdoor recreation energy you have. I'll have to. I'll have to come by. Um, so I guess <laughs> where can people maybe go learn more about like what you're doing? Yes, yes. our um, website is entrepreneurship.uark dot edu uh, all of our programs are are listed in detail there and i am happy to talk with anyone who's interested in learning more about the region or about our programs on campus here um, deb williams uh, my email address is d s w i l l i a at u a r k dot edu Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing all that. Thanks for yes. being on this podcast. I really appreciate it. I yeah. know I learned a lot about Arkansas in general here. Yes, um, yes. So thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Start Station podcast. I hope that this was helpful. If it was, I would love if you can write a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And in that review, write how it was helpful. Your feedback and reviews make this podcast better.